Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, it's a marvelous night for Now, back to Steinie and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, that was a foul on the Knicks player last night. It was DiVincenzo. Man. Dante DiVincenzo. All righty. Uh, let's get right to it. Sam Amick writes for The Athletic, covers the NBA. Sam, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Good, gentlemen. Love to be on with you. Appreciate you having me, as always. Yeah, I, I tell you what, you had a story about Clay Thompson in The Athletic, and it was there was an interesting uh, uh, part of it about Larry Bird. And uh, I was hoping you could share that story with uh, our listeners. For sure. I would love to. So uh, All-Star Weekend, guys, it's Friday morning before the game. There's an event called uh, Tech Summit, which, to be honest, for me, is like the highlight of the weekend from a reporting standpoint. And the funny little subplot is it's typically a completely off-the-record event. And so you have a lot of owners, executive agents, former players, some media people and everybody's comfortable. So they share kind of their real feelings on these different panels and it's all off the record. Well, Larry Bird does a panel with Bob Costas and, and talking about the game of basketball, talking about the history of the league. And I'll be honest with you guys, I'm sitting in that room with probably four or 500 people and the little kid part of my brain is just on fire. Like I was so much fun to listen to Larry just talking about the game and he was, you know, telling stories and, and this is Bob Costas, who obviously is a legend. And as I'm listening on the tail end of, of their panel, um, which, by the way, to be clear, was so good that the NBA convinced Larry to make it not off the record, which is the only reason I could even write about it. Um, Larry ends up uh, kind of taking a left turn at one point when Bob asked him about which players he enjoys. And he starts talking about Clay Thompson. And he says he's one of his favorite players to watch. And he talks about the game where – Clay scored 60 in three quarters. And, and I'm just sitting there going, man, with everything Clay is going through, uh, I bet he would love to hear this. Um, and so, as you guys know, Ray Raider, the, the Warriors PR man, is very good at his job. Uh, long story short, I pinged Ray, said, hey, you should get this clip over to Clay. And then on the back end, Clay and I ended up talking about it. So it was uh, admittedly kind of a, a fun, little, fun little exercise. Sam, it was – oh, go ahead, Stan. No, Sam, it was an awesome piece, and, you know, I'm nosy by nature, and as good as Clay Thompson felt after that video, he said he wouldn't delete it off his phone. What, what, what do your spotty senses tell you in regard to 
Do you think this is permanent? Because I hear, you know, everybody talk about the situation with Clay, and I'm fluctuating. Like, I think he's going to start tonight with no Wiggins. Where are you at? Do you think this he could play himself back in it, or is this going to just be what it is for the rest of the season? I don't have a great feel for it. Like you said, Guru, the Wiggins thing, you know, is going to probably put him back in the lineup tonight. You know, the early data, if you will, you're, you're only talking about four games. And, and Clay's had a pretty decent impact. Um, you know, Kaminga appears to be suffering a little bit of a ripple effect of the Clay as sixth man idea. So that's obviously a priority where they want to make sure that Kaminga is, is having the kind of lane that he needs to succeed. So um, I think for me, though, the important part, and, and honestly, kind of the question I wanted to make sure that I asked Clay, regardless of what comes next, was that for a lot of players, especially proud, accomplished guys like Clay, you know, who, as we know, has struggled to kind of accept some of the diminished role that's come his way lately, is like, hey, is there any chance that the idea that the Warriors uh, are choosing to use you as a sixth man would, would actually change the way you see your future with the franchise? And because, you know, I think there are players who might say, all right, that's enough. I'm only 34. You're trying to put me on the bench. I'm done. You know, and he made it really clear that was not the case. Um, and in fact, seems to be, you know, after I think an early frustration seems to be pretty accepting of the role. And, and then we'll see where it goes from here. Sam Amick joining us on 95.7 The Game. You can read his stuff at The Athletic. He covers the NBA. Um, where, where are you at and what, what are your thoughts on the Golden State Warriors uh, this year, Sam? Two, two years ago, I, I'd forgotten. During the Warriors championship year, they were 41 and 15 at this point in the season. Last year, they were 28 and 28, but they had a host of problems in the wake of the punch, et cetera. This year, they're 29 and 27. They've won 10 of 13. They're still in the 10th seed. How do you view them uh, moving forward this year into the, into the play in slash postseason? So it's funny because of what they've accomplished. Obviously, the framing is always you know different. The bar is set so high. So it's like if you ask me that question, Stiney, in the context of who these Warriors have been, then I'll say I'll kind of shrug and say, ah, they're fine. You know what I mean? But yeah. truthfully, last couple of weeks, you know, they win ten out of twelve before falling to Denver, and it was a bad second half. But you know, you kind of can't forget they were up by almost twenty on Denver, which was impressive. And they're having these moments, you know, where Kaminga is doing his thing. And Pajemski, obviously, is a real find. Um, and, again, you know, this is something I asked Kevon Looney about. Like, to take it back to Clay, it's every little element here to me is really important. But Clay's willingness to be malleable and play these different roles is huge because it sets the tone in the locker room. And now young guys can shine and nobody is feeling like the vets are, are kicked off at them all the time like I think they might have at different times in the past. So if all these puzzle pieces come together, I think they're a pretty interesting team that I could say, you know, could see doing something similar to last year. And, and that Lakers series, you know, they had a crack at it, and it could have gone the other way. So do I see them as a title contending team? Definitely not. Um, I do think they are more interesting than I thought they would be at this point in the season. And in terms of, like, you know, the second generation, these young guys – they really actually have something with some of them. And, you know, it's fascinating to see, you know, them try to get the most out of them with the old guys still hanging on. Sam, I know only God can judge, but I need a favor from you. I'm giving you permission to judge me. I'm coming into work. I'm thinking about this Warrior season, uh, your article with Clay. Uh, I love my family. I respect privacy. 
And I get this news about Andrew Wiggins, and he's out due to personal reasons. Does that make me a bad person if I, I got a, like a little PTSD about last year to where I, I don't know what's going on, but Sam, I thought, oh my goodness, not here we go again. How many games could this be? Can you share with us what went through your mind when you got that news on Andrew and am I off base? No, I'm with you, Guru. I mean, it is the uncomfortable part of either being a sports fan or even covering it is like, yeah, first of all, when you don't have the info, and I don't personally, and it's obviously not out there publicly, you know, and because of what happened before, you can't help but feel like, oh boy, you know, from a sports perspective, this is a big deal. Because if it continues, we just kind of mapped out how there's all these moving parts with the Warriors. And if one of these little pieces in the Jenga puzzle gets pulled out, then the whole thing is going to tumble. That's just the reality. You know, if I look at Wiggins' absence last year, and, and I think it is on the short list of things that helped, you know, that kind of kept them from getting to where they might have been able to go. Um, and, and you can say that and feel that way while also compartmentalizing the fact that, that you know, the bigger the basketball stuff matters. So whatever he's going through, you know, wish him and, you know, whoever might be involved the best, it's just hard to react to that in the absence of, of clarity. Um, so I hear you, you know, we'll, we'll track it and see where it goes. Um, but this is a, a really, really complicated team. And if, you know, and if Andrew, uh, I know it's too early to say this, but like if he was not, uh, contributing member for the foreseeable future, right. you know, basketball-wise, that's that's a problem. Sam, let me ask you, and we're joined by Sam Amick. Uh, he writes for The Athletic, covers the NBA. Uh, first thoughts when you saw the length of Steve Kerr's contract and the amount of money and the timing. Um, yeah, man, I mean, you know, well-deserved from a money standpoint. I, I just think whatever industry you're in, if, if you got a resume like his, uh, you, you deserve to be the highest paid guy in the game. Now, Greg Popovich got, you know, his resume and he's, you know, somebody that maybe you argue has done more, uh, but Steve's right there. And, and so that part didn't surprise me. The length I think is a reflection of this angst that, that we're kind of analyzing here from all these different angles. It's the old and the new, it's the hanging on versus the, growing in the next generation, it's Steve Kerr trying to figure out, you know, how much do I want to commit to? And Joe Lacob trying to figure out, is Steve Kerr my guy? If, you know, if Steph Curry doesn't look like Steph Curry in a couple of years, if, uh, if Draymond and Clay are gone, and these are all hypotheticals, but um, it just, I think shows that, that, you know, they've been real transparent. Like they are not trying to tell you, they know what the Warriors world looks like a year from now. And so I think inevitably that means it's a shorter runway. And obviously he lines it up with Steph. Um, you know, I think we still, we've kind of moved on as a quick aside, guys, from the Bob Myers departure, which in, in reporting on this Clay story was, I didn't really make a big deal out of it, but there's one line in the column about Bob's departure, I think, you know, impacting the communication between Clay and, and Joe even. And, and within that, like, don't forget that, like, you know, Steve and Bob were partners. And, um, you know, and little by little, you know, that's things have been shipped away at in terms of the group as it was before. And, and this is Steve trying to figure out what kind of vision he has for his part in it. Sam, it's interesting. You bring up Steph Curry after, you know, he was one of 10 from three against Denver. Coach Kerr was adamant. He said, you know, Curry looks tired to him. And then Curry responded, said he's not tired. Does Curry look tired to you, Sam? He does, and uh, I'm not even trying to be funny, guys, but 
I went to Indianapolis and I didn't shoot a shot and I didn't train and, and I didn't, uh, I mean, granted those guys didn't work too hard in the all-star game, but nonetheless, uh, it was cold as hell. And, and I felt like I was recovering for a week just in terms of going back East and walking around in 10 degree temperatures. And, uh, you know, I know I got a few years on stuff, but not that many. Um, so, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. This is that point in the season where the grind does catch up with guys. Um, you know, I'm not sure if Steph just doesn't want to admit that he's tired or if he's just not feeling it, but it would make sense. And, you know, it's unfortunate and just for that one game the other night. You know, it's kind of like there's not a lot of nights where you say, man, if Steph actually would have done his thing, then they walk away with the win. Um, so, you know, I'm sure he'll find his way again, but, but you know, I, I think for sure there's got to be a fatigue factor. Sam, before I get you out of here, I want to let you in on a little bet that I made with my partner about the <laughs> Sacramento Kings. Oh, boy. So they won, they won <laughs> okay. 48 games last year, and Goose said, oh, they're going to be better this year. And I said, you know what? To me, they have that smell of a team that, that maybe was a little too high last year and may come back. Anyway, the bet is that the Kings... If the Kings win 49 or more, Goo wins the bet. If they win four, the same as last year or fewer, I win the bet. Right now they're 33 and 24. They got to go 16 and 9 for Guru to win the bet. Who do you like, me or Guru on that one? <laughs> Man, that's a tight one. Last it night didn't help, nine. Sam. Last night hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, last night was brutal. I was out at that game. Um, Sixteen and nine. I'm gonna say no. I think Matt Stanny, you're pulling this off. Oh, that's kind of why that Miami game hurt them so bad. Is they got? I'm looking at it here. They go at Denver, at Minnesota. Um, you know, they host Chicago. Then it's at the Lakers. They got some tough games Yikes. down the stretch. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I can't figure them out. I mean, I just really can't. I know we say that every year about a couple teams. But it's wild. Like Sam, they're missing. Like what if I told beers. you they're missing one player? They're missing one more bona fide dude. Yeah, but nobody can tell me who that is, Guru. Like, that's the problem is that Sabonis is such a, I think, underrated, you know, underappreciated, fantastic player. But one of the downsides of his game is that you got to be careful who you put next to him mm. or around him um, with the way they function. So I don't know who that dude is. I, I, I'm always going to wonder what OG Ananobi would have looked like yeah. if they went after him harder. I think he would have helped. But, you know, they definitely need more, but they're a Jekyll and Hyde team for sure. Interesting, Sam. You said they got to be careful about who they put around him. I think most people think offense, but I think you mean defense too with Sabonis, who you put for around sure. him. Yeah. And I actually, yeah, I had a, a pretty interesting chat with uh, with Kings legend Doug Christie about Domas's father, Arvidas, the legend, and yeah. how, like, you know, if you look at, like, Rasheed Wallace played with Sabonis, you know, with, with older Sabonis and was a good mix, and is it that kind of a guy? Or is it, you know, these European yeah. guys who can pass like crazy, like Joker and, and whatnot, like, you know, you, you do have to be very selective about about who you put around them. But the Kings defense, you know, Sabonis' major weakness is he got T-Rex arms and he's not doesn't have the length and, and is not a rim protector. So they they struggle on that end of the floor, but uh, but yeah, I think uh, Steiny, you're probably gonna get a couple bucks. Oh here, man! Sam. All righty, I love it. Hey Sam, thank you so much for joining us, man. Keep up the great work. We love you here. Appreciate you guys. Be good. All right, Sam Amick, the so athletic. Cool. Let me tell you he something. He said Curry looks tired. He does. It's no, okay to say. No, I, no, starting. You no, know, you I'm can the stick up one. for him. Now sure. before Drake yeah, no, came okay. back, when he was not getting yeah. his shots and it was everything was hard. 
Then Drake comes back and he took off. What was he like? Twenty of his next thirty-two from deep. He looked frisky. Like he don't look gassed to me. Well, I told you what I thought. I know Willard didn't say it, so you dismissed oh, it. That's pretty good material. Or, uh, but who's anyway. the other guy? Eddie Johnson didn't <laughs> say it. No, I. What I think. Ha- first of all, let me tell you, fans do not want to hear this, but I am completely on board with Amick about coming back from the All-Star break when you're a guy like Steph Curry. I get it. He didn't play back-to-backs All-Star weekend. But the travel, everything. It's such a pain, uh, man. It's such a pain for a guy like that. They played Thursday, didn't they? Yes, they, they did. They played the Thursday Utah. before. Yeah. Okay, so he gets done with a game in Utah. Now, I, I should probably do a little homework, but I don't know if he leaves from Utah on a private charter that night or he stays in Utah and gets up early and goes to Indianapolis. But... He goes to Indianapolis, and then it is just, it's three days of a whirlwind for him. He's got to meet sponsors. He's got to do stuff for the products he endorses. He's got NBA responsibilities. It's a lot. I could easily see, especially because when I do think of Curry, feel free to, to disagree with me, 888-957-9570. I feel like when the Warriors got five games under five hundred, Curry internally in some way, said, we got to get moving now. We can't wait. And I do think he picked up his play before the All-Star break, and it was a big reason why the Warriors got back on track. Went to the All-Star break. It's a grind. And he comes back after the All-Star break. Maybe he's a little beaten down. Maybe it's going to be it's probably something that's going to be temporary. All right. uh, these guys I would have sat him tonight, but Wiggins is out now. I really would have. If you're yeah. right and Kerr is, you know, I know they were talking to uh, Celebrini, but, man, Stani, I would have. this would have been the one. Yeah, maybe. A nine-win team. Maybe. But but to use your fr- – uh, one of your favorite fr- – you don't want to trick off a game tonight. Oh, no, this would be the total definition, epitome of nine wins. Uh, let's go to uh, no, no, no. In oh, San my Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. We get, oh, oh, he's still being screened. He's being vetted. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, I tell you out there that I met uh, Irish Pat Lawler last night at La Rocca. Yeah. Look at my guy. I mean, think about that. I wonder where he lives. No, I know in the city, but where? In North Beach. Oh, boy. Okay. Some nice spots out there. I can't tell you this. I got to tell you this. This is unbelievable. Remember I told you the story about Lois Lucente? Oh, yeah. She said you were ugly. No, not him. He's ugly. Yeah. Um, It scarred you. It did scar me. It's still to this day. Well, get this. You want to talk about life coming full circle. And you you know me. I'm incredibly humble. Yeah. Filled with humility. You got some great air. So, uh... This weekend, I'm meeting my buddy Dana for a pop after golf. I didn't golf, but he did. And we're going to this place in San Leandro called The Cooler. Good good little spot. I heard of yeah, it. Yeah, good little spot. Good little spot. Discreet. And I couldn't find it because I'd mistaken it for Fieldworks, which is another place. So I'm walking around San Leandro. I'm like, I know it's around here somewhere. So these two women are walking toward me. I'd say one, maybe mother-daughter, maybe 45, 25, 50, 25. And I said, excuse me, um, do you guys know where the cooler is? And the daughter goes, 
we have a drum roll, please? <laughs> Do we have a drum going? roll soundtrack, please? Oh, boy. Never mind. The daughter says, has anyone ever told you you look like Tom Cruise? <laughs> I would have fell out. Well, I got Denzel in my younger days. I started I laughing. I was like, no. No, but you were I said, feeling but let giddy. me tell you a little story, young lady, about Lois Lucente. Oh, wow, man. She went TC on you. Channing Tatum's a guy that no, T. people Cr- compare Crude me boy. to. Tatum Channing. Ta- yeah, huh? That had to be a tasty drink after finding the cooler knowing. Yeah. And then the other a was youngster the, uh, said I look like Tom Cruise. I think his name's Matt Flynn, James John Flynn. The, the, uh, you ever see the show Scrubs? Scrubs? Yeah, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, be, I wasn't into that. But you're familiar with it. Yeah. Apparently there was a custodian in Scrubs, an actor with the last name of Flynn. Well, Tom Cruise is the of, bar. Yeah. yeah. She thought you were hot. She the was young lady. T- she was younger than my oldest daughter. Well, dude. Tom Cruise still looking good. Well, I'm sure he's had help, but... Weird thing is that I had the sunglasses on. So. Oh, so that was... <laughs> did you have them on? I had a hat on. Uh, I didn't have Tom sunglasses Cruise. On. So, uh, man, let's go to, uh, can we get to no, 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 that's thank you. Let's go to no, no, no. Hey guys. Hey, Steiny group. I, I love the show. Thanks, uh, thanks man. And you guys lots of love and support. Appreciate it. Uh, I just wanted to run something by you real quick. Steiny, you were talking about, you know, we all watched the, the court get stormed in the basketball game. Um, you were mentioning how in the thirties they used to call basketball players cagers and they used to have kind of a, a cage set up around it to keep people from flooding in. It got me thinking about hockey and how they have a cage around their rink. And it's then true. it got me thinking, why do hockey why do hockey players get to fight? Why is it like a sanctioned part of the game where it's like okay for hockey players to brawl basically? Man. But if Draymond but if Draymond Green gets in there and like puts somebody in a headlock for a minute, it's like huge suspensions, social commentary, hundreds of thousands of dollars of fines. I was wondering, like, doesn't that seem kind of odd and kind of incongruity? This is too deep for radio. You are pulling the strings at my heart, (laughs) and I'll get fired. But, sir, you are correct, man. It is the ultimate double standard, man. It just is. And, Stiney, I'll just throw it to you because, let's be honest. Thanks, no, no, There was a time where the NBA – you know, people didn't. Everybody didn't like what was on on the on the screen, but we got it. We're up against it, but yeah, we got two. Oh, minutes. he was right by. But Stiney, that come on now. I remember the NBA was it was on his deathbed, and it was coming on at eleven thirty at night. Magic and Bird saved it, but I'll always just wonder why what he just brought up and how the NHL is accepted when they fight. And I'll just let you give your your two cents. Well, first of all, this is the ultimate. Yeah, I don't have a strong opinion, right? But it's got to be because the ho- hockey is infinitely more physical than basketball. And I could ask my friend Derek, who played minor league hockey. It's just So you think because they're in uniform, it's kind of more I don't know accepted? Because let's be honest, Kermit Washington, and if you even want to call that a fight, it was a sucker punch. But, I mean, it was fisticuffs. I just think the guys can get, I'm hoping... It's because the NBA, if you get in a fight, Stoney, guys can really get hurt as opposed to you see what's done on the ice, but they got those pads, but they're they helmets. Well, some of them don't most of the time, but I'm, it's all, hey, let's show you the fight, Stoney and Gavin. No, no, no. What, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> he, he, How the hell do I know the yeah, answer hey, to that boy. question? Yeah. 
I got a hundred friends that would pull up a chair and be like, "Hey, step into my office." Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd walk by the door. Yeah. Hey, Steiny, they're in. Hey, Steiny, there's a bunch of guys in there talking about why (laughs) they fight in hockey and not in basketball. I'm going to the bar. Come on. Well, the first ever basketball game they fought. Naismith didn't make any rules. Oh yeah, you were telling me that. What? Yeah, it was like a rugby game. Don't ever think this is an American game. Not Stephen A. Smith. Remember, he called himself Stephen Naismith. Naismith. <laughs> Canadian, Canadian. Hey, by the way, uh, I was watching. I was scrolling social media, and Casey Pratt, uh, yeah, uh, media guy, uh, Oakland guy. Yeah, yeah. So, if you go to the Coliseum, they had a sign there that said "Rooted in Oakland." Oh. They're take. They've taken that down. No truth to the rumors that they're replacing it with looted in Oakland. I, I didn't like it, you trying to make... There was no a material four. there. No, That's a four. That what's going on is a and, one. And you know what? Evan hanging me out to dry <laughs> yesterday was, said, that's pretty ear. funny. Guru was in my ear. Sorry. Uh, that was in his ear. I told him I looted in Oakland. Oh, that is pretty good. The best that's one good. was Evan's, the, the one... Where he got a five, which was but now. Well, they, they are playing the team tonight. They're the Washington Lizards. That's right. And we got an anniversary, Stoney. Bang, bang. Eight years ago today that happened. Oh, my God. Bang, bang. Is that how desperate we are? What do you? First it of was all, eight years ago today. Nobody, that, ca- nobody cares. I remember. Like we just did that. I remember where I was at. Bang, really? bang. Oh, come it's on! A regular season game in the black game. uniforms. It's a regular season if game. If he had missed that shot, the goal and audacity. They still would have gone to the playoffs. <laughs> they still would have. Did they win it that year? It was a Saturday yeah, night. Of course they oh, won it. Oh, they didn't win it that, that year. That was the 16 season, right? Oh. Van Gundy and uh, Mark were on the call with Brian. Oh. Bang bang! We Dude, got a lot of uprooted in Oakland yeah. too. That's not bad. That was, that was horrible. All right, 888-957-9570 is the number. Warriors-Wizards, 4 o'clock tip-off, 3 o'clock Evan Giddings, Warriors live. Golden State right now, two games over five hundred. last year at this point, 28-28. and 28. You feel better about this year's team than last year's team? 888-957-9570. We'll talk about it on the other side. Back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Yes, it is game day. The Golden State Warriors take on the Washington Wizards, Steiny. And I am so juiced, man. But I'm juiced because there's some question marks that we didn't think we were going to have to yeah, you know, have answered. Sounds a little late. Where were you? By the way, are the break's shorter? Seriously, are you they? Were, yeah, you ran in. Get this. Everything is locking in for Steiny. What happened now? So... I'm out in the lunchroom getting some coffee, and uh, take about five the, minutes. The great, well, it's a coffee machine's problem. Uh, the great Jesse Moore promotions. Yeah, I call him J Mo. Okay, he goes, uh, "Hey, Steiny, you want to go to Van Morrison on Thursday <laughs> in Oakland?" And I said, "Well, I just saw him last night. I, I can't be shelling out much. Not. I think I can get you on the guest list." Now that's. You going? Hell yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I like that. Hell yeah, I'm going. Look at you taking Evan again. We'll oh, see. How many you get? I we'll might go. Should have thrown me the yeah. lob. Yeah, throw Evan the lob. Evan could take I've a thrown day. Evan lobs. Okay. I'm going I've on thro- Wednesday. Hey, 
Evan's taking part of the lob with him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Oh, man. Shout uh, out Piedmont. Yeah, it's all, wow. But you would go, they're that good, you'd go see him again. For free? Yeah. <laughs> right I don't have to pay a dime. Yeah, I'll see well, him again. Well, the beers are going to be the here's same. The, here's the Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your Groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'll be VIP, though. Yeah, or upper level. I don't care. I don't. I just get... Or backstage. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing about him, Van Mars. It will be the exact same show. Well, that's what Everything. it's supposed to be. No, it's not. It's it, well. What would you change? Songs. Well, <laughs> yeah. Do they got the best of Van Morrison? Like, if I went to title, see the problem. See, shout he, out Jay Z. He's one of these guys. You ready? Yeah, I'd kind of do the same thing if I were like him. He has got does literally dozens and dozens of songs that are very popular and very famous. He doesn't like to sing them. What is that? Now that he bothers like, me. He just, he just, the, he doesn't play a lot of his hits. Oh, he didn't play this. Tupelo, honey. Put it in a big God. brown. God, this has some me. soul, man. Back. Sell it round. You're going to laugh. Yeah, he got some Marley to his song. Dude, he's the like man. It, it, like, it, it, it's hitting me. He start, he's a, he's jazz. He's Where's blue, he from? Ireland. He's blues and jazz, heavily influenced. That's what that was. Heavily influenced by, you know, BB King, yeah, and James, Bobby Blue Band, and, uh, Sam Cooke, Bobby Blue Bland. He yeah. talks about a lot in his songs. Bobby Blue Bland. I know I said Bobby Boo Band, but yeah, somebody no. correct me on YouTube. What but was dude, the, that what was, was the one you butchered early that, that got us. Now nah, we checked off, the tape. Evan, an, Evan counted the bucket. I think I was good. Oscar Robinson. <laughs> Well, here's to you, uh, Oscar. Hey, Robinson. real quick, Abanya yeah. sent us a text. You oh, ain't no. looking because you're Is he trying still to get mad? free tickets. No, he posted some pics of him and Frazier. Young him and Frazier. Dude, Joe Frazier. Abanya's is a legend. The man. Smoking Joe. We're talking boxing on 95.7 The Game. Hey, I'm surprised we didn't get more boxers from the Bay. They I can name you some from the Yume, but they soft. they weren't in the ring. If you know what I mean, <laughs> I got a, I got Mount Rushmore from the Yume, Evan. Yeah, they didn't get in the ring, it. but street boxing, boy. Oh man! Yeah, shout out Ron Blackburn. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, another apology uh, issued to uh, you know what? If Norm said I did something wrong, I did yeah, something wrong. He, yeah. Apologize to yeah. you for yesterday. It, and it was only because it was a Johnson that you did it to Eddie Johnson. Oh yeah! By know. the way, I was thinking about this the other day, out of nowhere. 
You call him Norm. Some people would say it's a little disrespectful. How come you don't call him Dad or Pops? Uh, I do you did. call him Dad? Hey, Dad. Okay. Or do you say, hey, Norm? Well, there's a backstory to that. Give it to me. He was in the Navy, and we would deer hunt. And it would be like eight or nine dudes for about 12 or 13 years of my life. They called him John. Why? And I was like, who the hell is John? Well, that's working. And it was for Johnson. So, anyway, Norm for the radio, but I do call him Pops when we're together. Gotcha. Yeah. People that come up to me, how's Norm? Yeah. Like, Dad, you're a part of the show. He is a part of the show. Yeah. Has you guys got to meet him. Well, has he ever been on? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Mem- that hurts. I so hope you Sorry, wish me a happy birthday. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah, when you asked him about uh, the Dallas, you know, how oh, did he become right. I'll tell you what, Evan, this is true. Uh, the, the boss, we're, the numbers are right where they're supposed to be, so we do it well. But listen, he's having an 82nd birthday party in the Yoon. Okay. I'm inviting you guys. I'm there. On, in this what garage, uh, March 9th. Oh, no, the, the it's next week. It's next Saturday. Oh, March 9th? Yeah. Oh, damn it. I'll be it there. It ain't sacramental. I'll be there. This will hurt if you can't come. I want to I'm going to invite dudes See, today. Here's the thing. Bonte might make. Bonte will be working. Here's where. I Shasky, mean, no, he'll be with the fam. Yeah, but maybe they want to get away. Yeah. The funny thing is, is uh, come uh, we'll have drinks, music. You'll meet out Reg B, Relaford, all of them, okay? I've, I've met Relaford. I know, but you'll see him again. I Bring Dana. Wanna, I don't want to meet that big guy who doesn't like me. Oh, Big, big Dex. Dex. Yeah, he's on standby. Big stand Dex going to be there? Yeah, he'll I'm let out. me know. He's invited. Hey, Stein, are you guys going to do a live remote at Keysar Pub during March Madness? I don't know about a live remote. We haven't been there in a minute. Yeah, COVID kind of shut that yeah, down. Then we, we started right. getting back in business yeah. and... Uh, you know, we kind of do our own offline show at various places around <laughs> that, the city. That is a fact. You to, uh, well, you do remember the last time we were at Keysar Pub, right? Absolutely. Was, we got it, the free parking from the cops. Yeah. The, the police. That was, that's, was that six. when the Warriors won game it? six of the I'll never forget it, man. That was a great night. You guys didn't know I had a moment. Well, I didn't that drink night? When Kurt, yeah, I kind of went by myself. and Not a thug tear, but just like oh, they God. did this. <laughs> Evan, nobody. Yeah. That was, was that a blah, great... blah, blah, blah he played? We all had a moment. <laughs> that was a great night. Best Very part funny. of that night was knowing that I didn't have to touch my car and it would We're never soldiers. be safer. We came back and did a show the next... That was the day where you call in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. God, I remember that. That was fun. Dude, they won, beat Boston. The best and... part was where... The best part was the cop letting us park... At the cop I station. I just said that. And that was the best part. Ask Steiny and Goo. He knew who we were, and that's why he offered it to us. Well, that's where, see, that's where I, the the complete story of me is untold. See, this is what I don't, I don't advertise. So I'm driving in there, and this cop sees me and goes, uh, said something like, Warriors going to win tonight? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this thing's over. And I said, he said, Matt Simons, how you doing? And I shook his hand, and he goes, where, where are you parking? I'm like, I'm going to go out in the street. He goes, nah, follow me. <laughs> so he puts me into the lot. And then you call me. Guru shows up, and I'm like, Guru's, I can't find park. It's a cut. I said, hey, just I'll meet you out front, and I'll walk <laughs> you, you back. Did. I didn't need any credit for that. Yeah. Saved you a lot of money that night, though. Well, I smoked a lot of cigarettes, and I don't smoke that night. Remember that? I was like, dude, heaters left and right. But we were celebrating. Who is our boy who is rolling oh, the cigarettes? Oh, my dude. That I go, was, what are you doing? He goes, I made Rocky. <laughs> might have been Rocky. Took a couple years off my life. 
Warriors Wizards tonight. You know what I was thinking? Like I always, I don't know if you've ever done this, prepare for a show, but when I think about tomorrow's, for example. Easy. <laughs> it's my life. Hey, hey, you brought us yeah, back. It's my life. And you How'd weasel way back in here. Like, I didn't like that. Where were you? Jesse Moore oh, was saying. Right. You were getting swag. There you go. Free anyway, swag. Where's 29-27? How are we feeling about it? They got to win two out of four. I need three out of four, Steiny. That's what yeah, you usually three say. Three and one. Who they beat? New York or Boston? I think they can beat the Knicks. And I think they if beat the Knicks Boston get calls already. like last night. They can't. Dude, you you didn't that you saw it up close. Yeah, that was in the pool report. Oh, there was a foul. Right. That's just do away with it. Well, would you rather the ref say no? We didn't make a mistake. No, I don't want to hear from a computer or after. It doesn't change the fact that it makes it worse. I don't think it does. Well, I mean, it doesn't mean a damn thing, really, because you'd still lose or win the game. Hey, we saw Stiney's car getting broken into. We didn't do anything. We kept going. But, yeah, we could. You know, that that would make it worse. Would you like to hear Monty Williams' response to that this call? Is, man, sure. Evan, you're the man. The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. Mm. That, that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game, period. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me, what more can we do, coach? That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long, oh, and enough's enough. That, that you away. cannot dive into a guy's legs in a big-time game like that, and there be a no-call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called, period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game. And that I'm was tired of getting pushed around. I mean, I'm, listen, he's a great guy, it, 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 He is. But it wasn't a big game, Monty. They're all big. Good. You won nine. But he was right. That was they're trying NBA to catch, refs, man. They're what are you stay and Dems got to say for yourself? How do you miss that? Steven oh, very Chizzo, simple. It's a quick game. He looked like Ray Lewis diving into, or, or Fred Warner diving into a run. You can't have disregard you the guy. Man. Have you never heard of a bang-bang play? <laughs> yes, I have. a bang-bang play. Dude, he got hit up. Nah, I didn't the first like bang was DiVincenzo. The second Dude. bang was the guy hitting the floor. Yeah. That's a foul, man. Yes, it was. Yes, it I was a foul. I love you for saying that. It was a foul. It was absolutely a foul. DiVincenzo, he'll take a body part with yeah. him. Let me tell you. But again, one play doesn't win or lose a game. Now, I'm going hashtag random about the Warriors. Yes, sir. Evan gave us the five-minute decrease in Kaminga's minutes with GP2 back. Stani, I'm watching the Warriors, and i got to be careful here. I am noticing a way or the easy buckets that Kaminga was getting a couple games ago or a week ago. They're not coming as frequent as they have in the past. Is that just happenstance or... What, what what do you is there something to Dre and Pods looking for Curry more or no goo that's after they get past half court what's happened to Kaminga in the reckless abandon when he's coming downhill like I'm missing that component I got a possibility give it to him and I'm not kidding maybe he's hitting a wall mm-hmm. a little bit of a wall he's played a, he's played more minutes right, this year right. than he's ever played in fact he's playing consistently now uh-huh. all the time. Last year, even remember, he had some really low-minute games. Or is he on their radar? 
Maybe. Like Denver he, was getting back, Steiny. Could be part of he that. He got some too. at the end, but I was like, this game's kind of out of reach. It could be could be part of that. Uh, but again, I don't just like if you're if you're hitting a wall now, it doesn't mean you're shot for the end of the yeah. season. And I ain't saying that, just but Charlotte, he, he didn't jump out the off my TV against Charlotte. You would think, okay, it's Charlotte, you know, but it was kind of Charlotte won four in a row. If if you're saying a wall, it can it could definitely be something to that. Sam Amick was on with us at noon. He writes for the Athletic. He covers the NBA. He's got a good emphasis and good uh, uh, emphasizes the Kings a lot and the, the teams in in California. And we kind of glossed over this. He had he said something during our interview, and he told the story about Bird, obviously, and Clay Thompson. But he dropped a little nuggy nug. Yeah, and you I know, know where you're going. Dare I say, shame on us for not for not picking it up at the time. But this is a nuggy nug. That we want to talk about. Take a listen. Uh, you know, I think we still we've kind of moved on as a quick aside, guys, from the Bob Myers departure. Which in, in reporting on this Clay story was, I didn't really make a big deal out of it. But there's one line in the column about Bob's departure. I think you know impacting the communication between Clay and, and Joe, even and and within that, like don't forget that like you know Steve mm-hmm. and Bob were partners, and um, you know and little by little. You know, that's things have been shipped away at in terms of the group as it was before. And, and this is Steve trying to figure out what kind of vision he has for his part in it. Interesting. That was, man. So it's possible that we, we, it's been reported, I'll just put it that way, that, that Clay turned down two years, 48 million. Now, what if that was just offered by Dunleavy and Joe? But they, you know, Dunleavy's different than Bob Myers. Maybe it was something where had Bob Myers been there at the time? I don't know. Maybe you still turn it down, uh, but you come back a little different mindset. Maybe there's more wiggle room with Bob Myers. But that is a, that was kind of an interesting little uh take not a, it wasn't a take it was an interesting part by Sam and I'm thinking could you infer in a way that that you know Mike Dunleavy is not Bob Myers and Bob Myers had a, an allegiance to those champions and maybe that was the first step in kind of moving off one of the big 3 like Bob was a connector, but there, yeah, like maybe there's a reason that Clay didn't didn't sign an extension, and it had to do with maybe Mike played a little more hardball or was made to play a little more hardball than than Bob would have had to. Well, I'll say this to that: I'm not saying you're wrong, Stoney, but if I'm Clay Thompson, the offer is the offer. And the other stuff about when it was offered, how it was offered, and where I'm at from a physical standpoint, uh, as long as the offer came through, the baby was born, I need to put my John Hancock on it if I want to remain a warrior. So I, I, I will say this, and tell me if I'm totally in the wrong lane. Hearing him say that goes back to the Myers Lake Up, I don't know what to call it, conference or press conference. And if Joe Lacob is to be believed, which I do, Stani, and for whatever reason in his world, he didn't think, he thought he had 
his foot, his finger on the pulse of his relationship with Bob Myers, and we found out, you know what? Maybe he didn't. So that leads me to believe where is Lakeup and his finger on the pulse with Clay and the communication, and has me scratching my head to where, okay, if if the Bob Myers thing, let's just say Lakeup was off or read it wrong, is he reading the Clay thing wrong? Because he got the Drake thing right. They they went to dinner and they that was you did that was an A plus. Uh, but I'm wondering I, I, about I, why do you say that? Because whatever happened, I don't think Mike Dunleavy called Joe Lacob and said, "Hey, you need to ask Dre to come over for dinner." Well, I think giving, that was I'm not organic. Giving, I'm not giving Mike Dunleavy and Joe Lacob an A plus for re-signing Draymond Green for four years and a hundred million. No, I guess the A plus comes from just Lacob on. Saying, "Hey, Draymond, come over for dinner because whatever's going to happen." And let Draymond me tell you what's invited himself, but still, it was communication to the utmost. Lacob's sitting around with Nicole. Yes, they're w- n- watching Netflix, and there's a knock at the door, <laughs> and it's and they were scared. Uh, it was such a loud be? knock. No, stop, stop. He was banging on no, that, that door. That was communication. Knocker. Look, but the Dray- Bob Myers one scares me because Draymond. Joe really believed. I was shocked. I'm you me. Why, why can't we just acknowledge? That the biggest part of Draymond Green re-signing was because it was the lesser of two evils. Well, it had nothing to do with sentimentality. had nothing to do with Dre talking him into it. It was Joe Lacob saying, we can't let him go for nothing. I can't And now say while I may have done that, probably would have, I can see how a Joe Lacob would be, we can't let him walk for nothing. We must... Try to sign him to a contract that perhaps down the line may be tradable. Okay, it's what right. it's what good teams do. There's no doubt about it. But here we go, Stani, and you could tell me what you think. So this is after the fact, the Kawakami conversation with Joe Lacob, the, which I just found fascinating. I will not forget him calling Draymond his brother, not his son. Uh, Draymond, he said they Who had a rel- his brother? Joe Lacob said he, they got that type of bond. So you could easily just say, oh, the goo, that's sauce. You know, people, salesmen put that on the end after the deal's done. But no, Stani, I believe there was something to it, and there's going to be that same thing. Kerr just got re-upped for two years, and I think we're going to see the same with Clay. Dude, just think about it. If you look at a pitcher in 14 and 15 of just you and I, well, you're doing good. Yeah. I know I look different. Little slim. My point is, look at the big three. They look like babies. No, they don't. They, dude, Draymond's they, got no a facial great, hair. Draymond's got they, a Santa Draymond beard. Draymond looks like he's 16 in the photo. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. when you go back at sorry. the beginning, the origin. My point is, they've been through a lot and had a lot of successes. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm judging Joe Lacob on his word that... Dream that he looks okay. at him like a brother. Okay, then bet so that me. means something. Then oh, here we go. Me, Give me something. Then bet me when I say I will bet you Draymond does not retire a warrior. Oh, no, no, you will not take that bet. No, because and rightfully so. No. You're a smart guy. Yeah, no doubt about it. But so much can happen to where that could happen, and it and it not take away from what I'm me being right. I, right I think now. what happened is Draymond got his contract. And there was some kind of mutual understanding between Lacob and and Draymond that Draymond would be a good soldier. And I think Draymond, whether we like it or not, lost that with Joe Lacob to some degree. Some degree. He said he called him after he got suspended. And, and what, apologize for the no, 19th no, time? No, answer. Dre went AWOL. And he kind of knew. There, there you go. But what about I mean, feelings, I don't answer though? my What about feelings, Donnie? 
What about feelings? Will you admit that some of Paul that played to, to Nothing Draymond? Nothing more than feelings. Dude, one of my greatest. Or Neil Sedaka. One of those two. I said one of my greatest songs I like and don't even know the artist. But there was some sentiment. Sent- Try it again. It's okay. <laughs> I just, Sorry. No, I you, you didn't do anything wrong, Evan. No. You know what I mean. <laughs> Dude, I feel like Barkley now. You can do it. Sentimentality. There you go. All right. With that, with that contract, <laughs> but if you heard the pause. But come on, Steiny. What people benefit in life because of relationships? Sure, they do. In Absolutely. Tenure. And okay. I think Dre's contract. You're right too. Down the road, you can do whatever. But there was a lot of that. There was and Clay's going to get some of that, I believe. Oh, I don't know about that. If they piss Clay off with two for two, like, but Clay's not the player Draymond is anymore. Like Clay has declined the most of the big three. But do you would think you Joe would? No doubt. Well, Joe would insult hold it against him, him with two for twenty-four, which would be twelve per. Remember, it, Willard was bringing that. It would up, be like twenty-six because they build off the after 12-4. the forty-eight, the two for forty-eight that he did not, did he allegedly turn down? That's an insult. Off, you think he's? Off, you think Joe Lacob's running UNICEF? It's not a charity. <laughs> I would give you a four, four one five. See, this is you. You guys think I'm. You guys think I'm a, a sarcastic sob. Greg in San Francisco. What Thompson has to do is sucker punch a teammate during practice, and he'll find himself with a new four year contract. I would give him a three for That's effort. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, what is it? Fifty four. I got. I got. Uh, Bri- we got a game in a minute. Uh, Brian and Hayward. I'm going to wait to get to you to the other side, if that's okay, because that'll give you more time to make your point. Um. Yeah. Thank you. Four one five. Keep keep talking about sentimentality, and you're going to end up like the San Francisco Giants. You like that? How you like where they're at? Uh, Crawford's Thank out. You. Crawford's out of here. Yeah. Four years. Ibanez wants us more Giants. Yeah, there it, it is. It ain't baseball yet. Thank you. It's coming. Thank you. Hey, but I am watching spring training baseball, Stiney. No, I think you're saying you're watching spring oh, training I, I, baseball. I, 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 MLB TV, the app. I bought. I, I don't. Twenty nine really, ninety nine yeah. a month. I don't believe you. I'll show you the receipt, pal. No, I'm sure you bought it. Oh, but you don't think I'm watching? No, not as much as you say. You don't watch as much sports as you say you do. Oh, now that hurts. You couldn't possibly. I. I've added up all the sports you've said the you watched. I watched the Denver game two and, and a half. And there's not enough time. Study. Come on, man. What was on yesterday, last night? Van Morrison. Oh, well, for you. I watched Denver and uh, I went to sleep to it. Denver and the Warriors. And they I fast-forwarded to the 14-0 run. They didn't but, play last night. But I got the game on DVR. You didn't watch anything last night. Oh, I, sw- I watched the did Warriors watch, Denver. Did you watch Brown go to work on the Warriors bench? We didn't even talk about that guy. The white, oh, the white guy. I always call it Braun. I think it, I think it's yeah, Braun, but, yeah, but he but pronounces Brown. it Brown. He's I may good. be wrong. He's good. The new Chris Brown. That's. See? I don't know what to say. Dude's it, on fire right now, and I'm having trouble with sentimentality. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero is the number. Matt Steinmetz, Dow, the Guru Johnson, with you at uh, one at twelve fifty five. Hey, we're moving today. We're moving today. How does how is Pod's master taking charges? I, that does fascinate. He gets it every game. He ain't scared. You know it's funny, dude. He's master, and it happens twice a game. And he just gets up. Like, why can't other people do? Players do it. He was on pace to take like eighty charges. I played <laughs> kind of low level basketball, and 
There was never a year I did not lead my team. Are in you being re- I've never heard about just, it. No, I mean, that's the only thing I could do defensively. I couldn't guard one-on-one, so I'd slide into the lane and take a charge. It's the only thing I could do. Dude, it's big guys, small guys. He's just a magnet. What if I told you that I I can't stand how they do give charges? Like, I... There was a play on... Was it Denver? No, it wasn't there. He got one in Denver where I was like... He gets one all the time. Gordon got one. It might have been Gordon. And And he was kind of to the... I said, that's not a charge. I thought it wasn't a charge either. (laughs) Like, that's the call that not just for pods, any play. Like, I don't give them a charge on that. Call a block and you eliminate that, as Bob Fitzgerald would say, crap. Uh, reminder, you can catch all four hours of Steinian Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. Upgrade your savings dividend. Open a First NorCal first-class money market today. That segment was presented by Xfinity. At home or on the go, you'll get the fastest internet to all your devices. I could keep going if you want, but I'm not. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.